This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank that. you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio, with thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, here's Todd Bergast. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again today as we kick off another week. And now that we're post-Super Bowl and pre-spring training, uh, some of our sports talkers have gotten cut down a little bit. The NFL draft is still a ways away. NFL free agency doesn't actually begin until March the 13th, so we aren't going to have any news about Kirk Cousins' future or Daniel Hunter or any of that until uh, the middle of March. Uh, the NBA All-Star Game last night, Greg, and, and uh, that's, that's unwatchable. Dud. It's unwatchable. 211 points for the winning team to 184. What did Carl go for, 40? 50 in 28 minutes. Carl had, had 50 piece? 50. 50 in, 20, in 28 minutes. He took 35 shots in 28 minutes. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> Let's jack it up some shots. It's, it's, it needs to go away, just like the uh, NFL Pro Bowl. Same thing there. They're still playing doing some things, having their skills competition, letting their, you know, millionaire athletes get together and have some fun, which I'm not opposed to, but don't expect us to watch that disgusting display last night. Let me just comment on it briefly, because yeah, I know ahead. we need to gloss over this, because it is that bad. But <laughs> it I, is bad. We, we, we always say that there's really one, uh, there's one all-star game that's kind of Decent. Decent, yeah. right? We're not going to go further than that. Yeah, but, I mean, the, the NHL, whatever. It's the baseball one. The baseball one is the only one, and when they had it for the team got home field advantage, I thought it actually added a kick. I think the players forgot what p- entertains people. So they think that it's the b- throw off the backboard and reverse dunk or the fadeaway jumper off one leg that LeBron was doing the entire first quarter. Yeah. And then the fact that you just ole and let somebody walk down the lane. I mean, um, Anthony Edwards wasn't even dunking the ball. He's just laying it in as yeah. he went by him. If they want to get serious about this, they need to have a, a real meeting with the players and say, this isn't what our fans want. Yeah. They want to see you play defense against the best player. What is the competition? They want That's to it. see you press up on Damian Lillard and yep. not let him shoot from 25 feet just like you would in a regular season game. And people say this about regular season games yeah. in the NBA, yeah. that they're somewhat unwatchable because of the defense. It, well, this yeah. is 100 times worse. Yeah. I, course, I don't always agree with that assessment about regular season NBA. There are, there, are pl- there are games that are unwatchable because they aren't played, but there's a lot of good defense played in the NBA. Way better than what we saw, in, well, obviously, in yeah. this All-Star game. Yeah. So they have to somehow get that back into the players' minds yeah. that this is a big deal. You and I grew up in the Bird-Magic Johnson era. Yeah. This didn't happen. <clears throat> no. East versus West mattered. And again, there might have been a play here or there, but go back to the one that Magic Johnson came back as, you know, after he contracted AIDS and he somehow was still on the ballot and they let him come back and play. Yeah. It was a competitive game. Yeah. And it was watchable. Two teams tried to win. There was there was some lobs and some of that going on sure. until about the last four or five minutes. Then it was time to win. And they all locked it down. We got none of that last night. Todd, I'm embarrassed for a product that I endorse. Yeah, I endorse me too. the NBA and I'm embarrassed about the product. It needs to it stop. It has to stop. Yeah, just get they rid of it. To, well, that's have, an option. Have, have your competitions with your three-point and your slam dunk, which I still find mildly entertaining. Uh, only because the underdog story with this McClung. Oh, McClung. Uh, six foot two. Did you see those two dunks? Yeah. The one oh. where he re-caught the ball. Re-caught the How ball. How do you even do that? That's, that's crazy. That's amazing. 
Yeah, yeah that was fun. Of course, when you're in the air for so long. Steph versus Ignacia. <laughs> fun, Exciting. Really right? fun. Yep. A uh, three-point contest with Carl's feet all over the line, and they didn't penalize him. Yeah. Fun, because yeah. Damien Lillard even says, I guess they don't even want to go after the, you know, they don't enforce the rules. And yeah. I was like, this is good stuff. Yeah. I didn't watch much of the other, but I did watch the Rising Stars game. Yeah. Todd, where they played a half of against each other, and then they had a bracket and a breakdown. Way better than the All Star Game. Yeah. So just throw that in there if you want the first two year players. They're, yeah. They're they'll actually play a little defense somewhat and get rid of this stupid. You're right. I yeah. hate to say it. I'm embarrassed. Get by rid of it. it. I was embarrassed by the Pro Bowl the last couple of years. Right. That's so why they got, got rid of it. We get rid of it. Yeah. Now they just play a flag football. Have game. those kids play flag football. Yeah. I enjoyed that actually yeah. watching those high school girls. Yeah. Playing flag football against yeah. each other. Might as well do yeah. that. Fine. Stuff. Yeah. All right. I agree. There, my so, rant's over. That's out of the way. Get out of here. Daytona yeah. 500 today. Just gloss over that too. Yeah. Big day for you. I, I kind of is. I love the Daytona 500. So yeah. I, I, I watch believe. That. Do you know Jody Mottengerve? Oh yeah. Yep. I believe her son-in-law might be in it, Justin Haley. Oh, well, doing so what? I think he's racing. He's a driver? Yes. Wow. So so Haley Mottinger, the reason I remember this, yeah, we might have to look this up. Yeah. Now. Haley Mottinger married Justin Haley. Mm-hmm. So okay. her name is now Haley Haley. How about that, huh? I, I uh, that's, yeah, interesting. I don't know if you remember her. She was a beverage cart gal out at the uh, Eagle Creek. And uh, Jody still works for me out there. And then the big wedding this last year, they got married down in uh, uh, down in North Carolina or South Carolina. I can't remember which one. And, yes, right? she married a NASCAR driver. Huh. Interesting. And, uh, That's I, really I, cool. I'm hoping he's in the field. He would be down further. He probably would be somewhere. Uh, he said his last name is Haley. Haley, yeah. <clears throat> Justin. I believe it's Justin. We're looking here, folks. Yeah, I'm, Todd. I'm perusing. Oh, maybe. Is that there it? is Justin Haley. There he is. Is yeah. he in the he'll 22nd start, He'll start 22nd. Position? What yeah. does that mean, Todd? Could he'll you explain that to us? He'll start 22nd. Could you explain uh, that to us, idiots? Well, they. Uh, this is just rankings they have on here. He's starting 22nd, so the they they uh, have two cars in each row. Uh, the pole <laughs> position is position one. Uh, closest to the... Uh, to the infield is the even numbers. Closer to the wall is the odd numbers. Okay. I believe they're starting in twos. I don't think they're starting out in threes. There'll be a lot of three-wide racing, and I guess sometimes even four-wide, depending oh. on what the rules are for that current year. Um, so the the odd numbers are closest to the infield. That's the pole position is one. Outside of the front row is two. Inside of the second row is three. Outside of the second row is four. So position 22 would be 11th row on the outside. Well, the only reason I bring it up, Todd, is because if locals around or who are listening to us want somebody to cheer for, yeah, there that's you your go. guy. There you go. Because Justin we have Haley. a connection. Justin Haley. He married a Wilmer girl. Yeah. Uh, there you go. He's with Rick Ware Racing uh, is who he's with. Uh, Again, that stuff means nothing to us casuals, Todd. Right. What what number car is he? I mean, would that I, help? Or that, is that not on? Well, no. We want to we want to see that, do, I, don't we? You're going to have something to cheer will, for, no? Todd. I will absolutely. I'll look and see what number car. I don't know. It doesn't say. Okay. So what next question for oh, you. Oh, fifty one. Number fifty one. Do you enjoy for. the crashes? Uh, I I I watch it for the race. I know that the crashes uh, are are safer than they once were. Ever since Dale Earnhardt Jr. and they put in the neck harnesses and the bracing and, and all that, you can watch some pretty spectacular crashes at the Daytona 500 these days and guys get up and walk away. Uh, they do still have injuries. That's part of the sport. Right. I don't watch for the crashes. I watch okay. because it's the Daytona 500. Uh, and it is, you know, high-speed racing. I, 
I don't watch a lot of NASCAR, but it's the All-American race, so I have is, to watch it. Is this one. the race that Earnhardt passed away? Yes. Okay. The Daytona 500. Yep, he crashed uh, coming out of Here. a turn, went straight into the, well, he didn't have the, the neck, brace, the neck right? brace. They were, they had the, uh, it, it was available then, but he was one of a half a dozen, eight old schoolers yeah. at that time who refused to wear it. They thought it was too restricting of their head motions. Right. That was unfortunately the point, you know, and uh, so he, you know, he wind up dying in that crash, and then then it became mandatory after that. And sure. I don't, I I don't know that they've had another racer killed since then okay. on a NASCAR. Yeah, I, don't, so, I haven't heard yeah, any. You know, yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. So let's talk a little golf. Yeah. Uh, that's normally what we talk about on this podcast, and uh, the Genesis Invitational this weekend, uh, a quality champion certainly in Hideki Matsuyama, but he did come from off the pace and. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm not a Cantlay fan. He's just kind of boring. Uh, I am a Xander Shoffley fan, but that's a guy who struggles to nail down wins that he did again yesterday. Todd, if you had to play 18 holes with Cantlay, would you quit? I would. He's painfully slow. <laughs> yeah. And those uh, who don't know, Todd is the opposite of painfully slow. Yeah. I'm Todd is uh, <laughs> ambitiously fast. Yes, or yeah. you've got to kind of slow him down a little bit. Yeah. And Todd, let's enjoy yeah. the day together. Yeah. What? Huh? We're friends let's out here. Let's get to our next shot. Plum. And you're like, yeah. no, we can play 36. I know. Let's no. let's play more. So I, I was thinking about yeah. that. I'm like, boy, Todd and Cantlay I could, would no, have zero fun. That wouldn't be good. Right? That would not be good. He is a dry piece of paper. The commentators yeah. said something yeah. about it. They go, you see he's not happy about that. And then they go, well, maybe you don't see it. Yeah. There's something like Trevor Immelman said something. Like, I laugh so hard because yeah. I'm yeah. like, he is a piece of toast. Yeah, he is. Just dry. Just dry. So Hideki gets on these streaks, right? Yeah, he does. All of a sudden, it's just bird. Every birdie goes I in. Mean, 62. Eagles. Yeah. I mean, just crazy. The and Because it's a weird golf course, and the fact that, I don't know if anybody knows this about Kikuya, but if you land it short of the green, it doesn't bounce up. Oh. If you land it on the green, it can sometimes go if the firmness of it. Okay. So it's tough. Yeah. Because, you know, I've we, played no California golf, so I don't Kikuya know. Kikuya is yeah. a different grass. Yeah. It'll just, if you land it five yards short, it'll just kill it. Huh. So there is no, for you and I who sometimes are like, oh, we'll just bounce it up the yeah. front there. Can't Mm-mm. do that, huh? You have to hit a well. That's why the rough at Riviera is more penal ah. than other places because how do you land it on the green and have it stay out of the rough? You have to land it short. Well, even then it just kills it. Wow. So something to watch for next yeah. year. It, yeah. It's a, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. So, and then number 10, what a fun golf hole. I don't know if anybody out there got a chance to see it. It's a drivable par four, yeah. 305 yards. Yeah. Your bailout is left. Uh, the green is the size of Todd's office here. Yeah, if anybody's not ever big been at in all. here. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing where the pin was. Yeah. I mean, out to the front in the left bubble, it's huge. Yeah. Um, that's why we had some three putts. A guy had an 87-foot putt yesterday. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, that was on the front of that green, so I can't remember which player. But Riviera is always, Todd, it's a nostalgic golf course. And, of course, with Tiger being a part of it, although that was another dud. Yeah, unfortunately so. Uh, what do you feel about that? Illness. Well, okay. I know that's okay. what he said. So he, my eyes? He, okay. I know. So he said he had back spasms on Thursday, that he was having back spasms. Lefty mentioned that here on the podcast, and I went, what? He's had so many back surgeries, he's having back spasms? And Jeff kind of downplayed it. Well, I've had back spasms. Yeah, but you've never had your spine fused. Correct. You haven't had four back surgeries. So when he says back spasms, right away I said, he's not finishing the event. I knew he wouldn't. And sure enough, he withdraws on Friday, calling it an illness, that it was not injury-related, that it was not associated to his back. 
Well, you just told us today before you had back spasms, though, so it's how can people not speculate about that? All right, that? we open another can, so I'm yeah. going to just go down it because yeah. I love when you do this to me, Todd. <laughs> um, so people who are big Tiger Bobos, I mean, yeah. they've they've just loved every step, and he's been great for the game of golf. I, I'm a fan. I'm not a, yeah. I'm not opposed to Tiger. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. Tiger elevates everything. He raised the purses. He did a lot of stuff. Yep. Tiger's a habitual liar. Oh, I mean, again. So he's, think, you think he's lying about think of what his, was wrong with think him? Think of the years of his marriage. Yeah. Habitual liar. Yeah. Now, again, because you just don't do that for decades yeah. without tons and tons of lies. Yeah. Now, this sounds terrible. Think of the car crash. There was a cover-up or lies there of some sort. Yeah. Because there was no charge for drugs. Yeah. There was no reason for him to be going that speed. Yeah. I mean... I, I hate to say that he lied, but he just didn't tell the truth, right? Yeah, right. And I think that with his injuries, a lot of that is this. I mean, again, medical in whatever. Yeah. Again, does he not want to say back because of sponsors, because he wants to come back and play in the Masters? I don't know. He's a figurehead now, still good for the game of golf when he shows up. Yeah. But just people just should open their eyes about Tiger. He just He's not a player anymore. He's not he a should player, retire. And I think he's got some character issues. I think yeah, well, yeah. I think he should retire from playing. He just he can't make it. It just can't go. How can he play the Masters? Right. Uh, many right. believe the most difficult walk in golf. Riviera's quite flat. There isn't a lot of up and down in Riviera. Really, the first hole. Yeah. So you got to walk downhill, which is a tough walk for those of you who have back injuries. You know, downhill's tough. Almost worse. Yes. And so that is a tough one to get you started, but you're right. But after After that, that, it's not a a challenging walk. It just isn't. The Masters at Augusta National, very challenging. I'd be surprised if he's able to. Maybe he'll play, but will he make it to the end? I don't know. At least that's a limited field. See, here he 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 took somebody's spot. It could have been Charlie Hoffman's, except he won his way in. Uh, and Tiger gave him a little grief when he saw him. Hey, nice nice job, right. old man, he said, you know, for qualifying. Because he, re- he de- re- denied a mm-hmm. sponsor's exemption to him because he used it for himself, basically. Mm-hmm. And then he couldn't make it out of the second round. So, Which I think people want, Todd. Yeah. I do think they want to see him play. Yeah. But you're right. And I, you should beat your chest a little bit about this one. Remember when I asked you if he'd play Champions Tour? Yeah. I think we can safely put that to He bed. will not. Yeah. That I don't think he'll ever hit another shot or a shot on Champions Tour. I don't think so. I don't see Why it. would he? Why, yeah. at, I mean, he says, I still got the competitive fire. Then finish your round. Finish a, the round. If you're Me. sick, really, you're sick, there isn't any illness you can't play golf through, I think you pretty much can. Was it the sniffles? Was he sick the day before in his press conference? See, you're No, telling, he was not. See, you're with me on this. I, I there's am. some character I, issues. I never bought the I'm sick thing. Yeah. I don't know that that necessarily speaks to his character, but we know the character issues from the past. I think it's he just doesn't want people to ask him constantly yeah. about his back. So that's why he said it was an illness rather than his back. Right. So he doesn't want to answer questions about it. That's okay. Good stuff. Genesis is good. I think yeah. we're swinging now back to the East Coast, right? I think yeah. it's now to Honda. Yeah. Or and, what used and, to be the Honda. I don't even know anymore. I don't know what it's called either. And and uh, Liv is overseas, so we won't pay as close attention to them when they're right. playing overseas. So, uh, But uh, what we do have is spring uh, twin spring training. Uh, it's your time of year, Todd. It is. Supposed to have their first full squad workout yesterday. We it got rained out. short? Rained out. We'll see. Uh I think this is what they're going to go with, really? and I believe they are a starting pitcher short. Yes. There's nobody out there right now that you say, why aren't the Twins going to get? 
not a free agent. Okay. Um, but but there's always trade possibilities. Sure. And I didn't know that Jorge Lopez was on the trade block when the Twins acquired him last year. I didn't know. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to say he better not be now. No, he isn't now. So somebody could be, uh, they could be working on a deal for all I know. Uh, things seem to happen in baseball now during spring training a lot more than they used to. Yeah. Guys will change organizations. Usually in the past, although the last five or six years it's been late signings and so forth, it was, you know, uh, baseball winter meetings. Most of the guys would be signed by then. That's just not the case anymore. So I still think the Twins have the best team in the division. I don't think they have a team that's going to win a World Series. I just don't. Uh, Buxton has shown up at camp. He's running in the outfield. He's looking healthy. He says he's healthy. We'll see how long it lasts. Uh, I, you know, I mean, I know. I'm pain free. He said. I, yeah. Okay. You, right. Exactly. Yes. As how, how oh, long okay. will it last? Yeah. How long will it we last? We know he's glass. Yeah. We've talked about this he many is, times. He's on just this. fragile. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and Lopez is the unquestioned ace. Uh, they they lost two starting pitchers, Maeda and Gray. Maeda had been injured most of the last two years. Uh, so that's not that big a loss, really. Um, but Sonny Gray's a huge loss, yep. and they're going to try and say they replaced him with this D. Sclafani. Well, he's nowhere near the caliber of Sonny Gray. I was okay with moving on from Sonny Gray. I think he had a career year last year because it was a contract year. Sure. Now he has a four-year contract, and we'll see if he can repeat a sub-three ERA. I really don't think he can. So I was okay with that, but I wanted to see him bring someone else in of note. Right. They didn't do that. They believe that uh, Chris Paddock will be able to take that four-starter spot. But here's a guy who's had two arm surgeries. He's had his, his uh, Tommy John twice, and he hasn't thrown more than 100 innings in like six years. So I don't know where they're thinking 150 innings or 160 innings as the four-starters going to come from from Paddock. That's a big increase over recent seasons, and, and they've shown statistically that if guys increase their innings pitched by 70 or more from one season to the next. Look out for arm injuries again after that. So we'll see. So, Todd, is there a guy down there in the fifth or sixth or seventh starting role that the uh, us casuals should keep an eye on? Well, I think Louis Varland. I think Louis Varland. um, Now, he was terrific out of the bullpen last year. Uh, The Twins moved him to the bullpen from the rotation. He, he didn't pitch that great as a starter the last couple of seasons. He was demoted to the minor leagues because of that. Then came up as a reliever and was lights out. So they may think he's better as a reliever. Uh, Louis Varland has been vocal about he wants to be a starter. Oh. They brought in so many relievers here in the offseason. I mean, they signed like five relief pitchers sure. to bolster that end of it. That's what made me think, well, maybe they think he's a starter. So we'll see how they work him, but... But I think you'll see Louis Varland as a starter so, this year. So, ego question. Yeah. So, would a pitcher like that rather be in the minors starting or in the majors as a reliever? He'd probably rather be in the major leagues. Okay. Yeah. I'll he would. Take ex- my, I'll take my role as a yep. one inning. He would accept it, I okay. think, as long as he's getting that major league green. Sure. And that, that, that makes a little difference. Yeah. Too. Well, that's a yeah. you know money more than ego maybe because yeah. again I can see that being a no. I'm a starter. Yeah. I yeah. don't. I, I'm not a reliever. That's what he said last year. Yeah. I know. So we'll see how all that goes or not. But I think he'll wind up being a starter. What are some of the bigger differences, Todd, between a starter and a reliever? That you, you know when have? you're pitching as a starter, you set up your routine. You you can be focused on that day. When you're a reliever, you have to work out every day and be prepared sure. because you don't know when you're coming in. It is kind of a big difference. More about your 
mental philosophies okay. and how you approach it and how you have your off days. Is it up. maintaining your fastball longer? I mean, or as a reliever, you can go in shorter spurts and, yep. and maybe tip it out another three, four, yep. five miles an hour? That's right. That's why his okay. stuff played up. It's going to be hard for him to throw 97 for six innings. He can do that for one. He's more around 93, 94 when he has to go six. So that's the biggest difference. All right. Uh, Greg, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you, Todd. Uh, and congratulations. Eagle Creek has been sold. Yes. Uh, you'll be the pro there. People should swing by and see you. Well, exactly. That's so right. I maintain my job. So it's yep. always a good We're thing. We're happy about that. Thanks, Todd. Greg Stowe joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.